Hello, experts. Welcome to the Rock Diagnostics podcast, the podcast where we discuss everything medical laboratory science. In today's episode, we sit down with a medical laboratory scientist, Rebecca Itunualatunji, and we're going to be talking about management of waste in the laboratory. So how are you doing today, Rebecca? I'm okay. I'm doing great. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for having me on this platform. Thanks a lot for being here with us today and for taking the time out of your day to come and discuss with us. Um, So tell us a little bit about yourself before you get into medical waste. All right. Thank you so much, Sam. Once again, my name is Ola Tunjiritunu Rebecca. I'm a medical laboratory scientist and um, also project manager for for Timmy Ekosu Design and Branding Company. And um, I'm a public health enthusiast and also into events planning. So that's what usually I do. So how do you get into medical laboratory science? What was the path? What pushed you to this field? Oh, I remember... (laughs) Okay, I was opportune to be mentored by my own senior brother. He's a medical mm-hmm. laboratory scientist. I remember he coming home and he was like, it's no, what do you want to go and study in the university? I said, oh, I'll have loved to go for medicine. And he was like, why do you say you would have loved? What was the constraint? I said, I don't really like the sight of senior wounds all sorts of accidents and it was like they might not give medical lab science a try since you really want to work in an hospital environment and um, mm-hmm. at the same time you want to avoid seeing those serious things that happen with patients like when it comes to wounds and the like so that was what propelled my passion for medical laboratory mm-hmm. Time. But along the way, I get to enjoy it. I see more yeah. future in it. Like, um, if I'm given a second chance to take another course, I would choose medical laboratory science over and over again. Pretty good. So you had a, you had an influence in the house, someone that pushed you towards towards that field. Exactly. All right, that's nice. It's a good thing to have at least, because. The good thing is he was already part of the field. So I'm sure he was able to help you and then direct you and then tell you do this, don't do that. And things would have been a lot a lot smoother than some of us that just stumbled into it and then had to figure out our way all the way through. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. And tell me, uh, medical waste, laboratory waste, why is it a subject that you're interested in? Looking at Nigeria practice, you will see, um, although we have a regulatory body, whereby uh, professionals are meant to work only in the laboratory, but looking at the country here, we tend to have both professional and non-professional in quotes, and there are times maybe by the time you are working in the laboratory, people in the phlebotomy, you think like, why are you discarding that needle inside the waste bin? It's supposed to be in the shop. So I'd be like, do you know you're posing a great risk for the laboratory attendants, like uh, people who disposes waste? Like mm-hmm. you're putting them in quite a, a, an unpalatable condition. And um, even we ourselves, as a medical laboratory scientists, sometimes we just work the way we do the bench. The way we, we dispose the waste, I feel like, why are you doing that? What happens to your other colleagues that come to work? Maybe, for example, you're on the night shift, and um, what happens to your other colleagues that come in? They don't know what has happened, and mystically, you are pushing them to a trade. So that's, that's really one of the major criteria while I find laboratory waste management an interesting one for me that I would love to discuss about during the course yeah. of um, the stack. So 
is it the issue is it mainly that they don't have the information they don't have the knowledge is it that the knowledge is not deep enough is it uh just not wanting to put the extra effort what's the reason why the waste is not necessarily treated the way it's supposed to well for me i won't say because they don't have a the deep information, I'll say negligence. Like um, there's this casual way of saying laboratory waste as nothing serious. And um, we don't tend to know the aftermath effect of what happens when you dispose your waste in an appropriate format. So let me say for us, it's majorly negligence. Like uh, we don't care the aftermath effect. We don't want to know. Yeah. So that's and just majorly what I can say about that. Are there some people you see around you that do still follow the rules? Or is it that most uh, everyone doesn't? Oh, at one okay. stage, because at one point you may have people who are trying to follow the rules, but maybe they don't have all the, let's say the waste bin, something as simple as like different waste bins labeled for in order to be able to contain different kinds of materials. Is that something that's usually made available that they try to put in place or it's just a situation where you have one kind of bin and that's it? Okay, no, we don't have so from, for the working environment I am currently, we don't have just a bin for that. Obviously, we have the shafts, which is basically the shafts and the doors bin, which is basically the normal thing here. But um, I'll say administratively also, the way we tend to look at disposal of laboratory waste, we take it with a, with a light hand. Yeah. Like um, you feel like, well, it's just to it's just to dispose something. It's not cutting anything out of you. Trying to look at the aftermath effect, those clearing it out. Even your other colleagues who are not away, you tend to like the danger afterwards. Maybe if, for example, you you are let me say me for example now you had a laceration in your hand due to due to improper disposal waste maybe we we'll tend to take waste disposal more serious or maybe in a situation whereby for example you work in histopathology you know inhaling all these chemicals like formalin usual exposure um, constant exposure to heat, zionism, and the like. And we know one way or the other is cancerous, but it doesn't come once. It's a gradual effect. Maybe, for yeah. example, if we have a relative or a colleague who came down due to that kind of exposure, we tend to know how serious waste management can be. Mm -hmm. so, so, so that's just it. If administratively we take it serious as much as um, the way we preserve um reagents the way we conduct laboratory tests like we put in more more um how do i call it now more um, more more strict hands on it i think it will go a long way to go a long way to help not even helping just the the um the people working in the laboratory even the environment to avoid lesser pollution imagine having a shop inside a leather nylon and uh, maybe where it was dumped because 
the person that dumped it never had a hider that there was a sharp in it. Yeah. One way or the other, somebody can just walk around and there you go, there's a cut. Probably the the needle was from an infected patient. You know how those kind of transmission works. So mm-hmm. so I just feel strict, strict management, like as much as we want um, a good productivity with what happens in the laboratory, like when it comes to results, we should also yeah. look into having that kind of um, um, having a kind of rules or and regulation, making it strict on how we dispose our laboratory waste is quite important. And how, according to you, would we go about like if you had to figure out a way to try and convince management to take it a lot more seriously? What would be some methods that we could try and use to convince people? Okay. The very first thing is in the laboratory, let's have a safety officer, the person in charge. So um, I know um, laboratory waste dispose, disposal to some level might be quite expensive, but we can start with little things around us. Okay, fine. If we don't have a shops like um, a box for disposal of needles, or glassways as we as we have it can create a box it's not expensive like um all these cartons around us make sure you label it this is for sharps okay the one that are contaminated uh, contagious like um that are wet we put them through okay if for example there is an alcohol spill or um we have a cultural media that has already been cultured on with growth of bacteria in it. This is where it's supposed to be. So each each boxes where individual uh, where different laboratory waste is meant to be disposed should be labeled and also putting through like all labor um, all laboratory personnel putting them through. Okay, if you want to do this or having even a small training. So I feel it's not something huge that even needs to involve the management because obviously they have a whole lot they want to handle. It's something we can manage in the laboratory ourselves. Yeah. So that's that, that that's one of the ways I'm going to do that. So obviously the um, safety uh, laboratory, um, the, the person in charge tends to see that this order is being um, taken. Everybody takes that step and until it becomes part of us, part of yeah. the normal operation in the laboratory, like a personnel controlling that scene to it. And mm. once, okay, maybe they are out of maybe shafts or nylons, or leak-proofed um, lead house, they can always get you to such personnel and like, oh, we are we are running out of this, we are running out of that at least. Yeah. That will go a long way in helping out. Yeah, I get the idea about having management take care of it, but the thing, I mean, not necessarily having management taking care of it, but as medical laboratory scientists, we through our training, we all know the we all know the the, the, the dangers involved with sharps i mean whenever we have to go and take um, blood from a patient we know that we have to wear our gloves we know that we need to protect ourselves now if it has not it's something that is not being done maybe it's up to some of the medical laboratory scientists who believe it's supposed to be done to try and convince management to implement it because the 
the thing is, as a medical laboratory scientist, yes, you can influence others around you, other colleagues to do the work, but you may always, usually there's always, not always, but in many cases, you'll find someone on the team that doesn't necessarily want to do like everyone else or that sees things, but at some point feels like it's the other people's jobs or it's other people who should do it that they don't. It's not necessarily part of their own job. So maybe also we should think of ways of having management step in to help those kinds of situations. True. True. Because if not, then we are just leaving it at random and then we never know exactly what's going to happen. But like you said, it's up to policies. So if there are policies in the place and the policies are in place, you know that if after your shift it's dirty, there's like there's a certain penalty, then probably before people leave they'll try and look around, clean things up before they leave because it's extremely important for those that come in and work also after us. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But then That's aside true. from what's being done in the laboratory, uh, when, let's say, all these sharps have been produced, have been, gener have been generated, uh, once everything has been used, how is the disposal usually done? Okay, most is um, put inside a uh, inside the shops. Generally, is advised that it is being burned in an incinerator. Mm -hmm. So that's the best way to to go about that for um, all the call now for the shops. Uh, we have the non-hazardous wastes. Those are disposables like gloves that are not infected, pasture pipettes. Those are advised um, that um, we, we bury them. And if possible, once it's not containing a flammable content, it can be burnt also, it can be burnt also. And uh, for the ones that are infectious to the community, it's advised that um, you bury them, you bury them, yeah. Yeah, I forgot to ask you, what part of Nigeria are you? Oh, I'm in Ogo State. Ah, all right. Now, in your area, when it comes to, how do I put it? When it comes to the actual disposal, is it up to the lab? Or are there external companies that come and do the collection and take care of the incineration and anything else? Yeah, for us here, what we do is um, we have the lab attendant. Those are people that see to um, how the, the waste disposal, disposal leaves the laboratory. Then they have a specific, specific place that is being posted and next time body comes in and have that from the environment yeah so it's uh a company from outside that comes and then does the collection and then goes and disposes of the material is there any sort of follow-up of what they do or is it you just or is it that you trust them okay for me you know i'm just a worker like uh, i don't I don't do the follow-up. Yeah. I don't really know much. But actually, the external body is not, it's more, yeah, what do I call it now? They still work under the administrative of the company. Medical okay. center is just an arm for us here. So you're in a um, public hospital? No, private. Private. Okay. But then okay. it's a branch of the hospital that takes exactly. care of. Okay, I see. Exactly. All All right. Right. Because I, think at I least... know they don't do any, I mean, they don't do any bearing around us. 
We have people mm. like it's quite congested, but we don't have these cars that comes in to pick up those trash. Like we seem to be disposal. Yeah. Okay. And when it comes to all the waste, according to you, what would be, let's say, at our levels, or you there at your level in your right. lab, what could you, what, what can be done to help with this problem? Like I've said, um, setting up policy and let there be a strict rules how we do our proper disposal and um, just like you've advised, let's involve the management also to make sure that this policy is quite uh, it's been done by everybody. And is there are there governmental policies? You said are there governmental policies concerning waste in the country? So what are those recommendations like? Okay, um, we have the Environmental Protection Agency. We have the Drug Enforcement Agency. All those agencies see to that. And um, if, for example, we notice things are not done the right way when it comes to laboratory management waste, we can get straight to them. We can always mm -hmm. come around know how all this policy works to make sure everything is put in place, that there is proper um, laboratory with disposal, uh, working environment. So obviously, yeah, there are governmental policies. And if there's any transgression, what's the effect? I remember, I think it was last year. No, somewhere at the beginning of this year, I was reading stories about issues that happened, for example, in India, where I think the governments had sanctioned some laboratories because they had some medical waste, some laboratory waste that they had thrown in a body of water somewhere. So they were taken to court and then they had payments of some I remember, I think it was millions that they had to pay. And so there is some sort of follow-up at a certain level. It's true that they can't know everything bad that happens, but at least when things happen in that manner, you'll find that more labs try to follow the rules. Now, let's say there is a lab that's found to dispose of their wastes in a manner that is not appropriate. What would happen to them? What are some of the steps? Yeah, just like you said, those policy, um, those governmental agencies ought to stand up for this. And um, it should be, it should be what uh, even as, uh, um, our bodies, MLSN, Medical Laboratory Science Council of Nigeria, should look into that we should take it up. You know, if, for example, MLSN is coming for um, accreditation, like to, to accredit either a laboratory or a hospital, like definitely either private or public, it should be one of the things that needs to be looked into because personally, maybe I'm having little information. I've not heard of um, cases like that that happens in Indian with us here in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. It's more of uh, once you're accredited, you are good to go. I've not had okay. a woman closing down laboratories due to improper laboratory waste management. So yeah. if all the strict policies are put in place, everybody do does the normal the normal thing. But aside from this, have you ever heard about laboratories being closed for a reason or another? Is it something that you've ever heard of that has happened before? Yes, yes, yes. Usually, but not based on laboratory waste management. Yeah. But usually what are the, what are the, what are the reasons for closing labs? Okay. Yeah. 
very first doing there is an in-app appropriate um, recording of laboratory results. So okay. obviously, you know, one way or the other, there's not a professional that is handling that laboratory and it occurs mainly in private um, laboratories mm-hmm. when, they are not, when they are not really attached to a hospital. When we have the non-professionals urging the laboratory. And um, another thing is, uh, yeah, that's just, let me say, that's just the major thing, just like it's inter- intertwined. When there is an, in, uh, when there is an inappropriate uh, release of results here and uh, when non-professional bodies are being uh, are heading in laboratory. So that's the yeah. ones I do here. And yeah, another thing is um, expiration of license when it's not up to date. Because okay, yeah, I see. Oh, so you have to, is it the license for the person that's in charge of the laboratory? Oh, I didn't know you had to renew your licenses in Nigeria. How often? Yeah, we do that every year. Oh, really? What's the process like? Actually, I've never heard about that. Oh, really? It's nothing serious. Like uh, your previous um, license is being sent to be um, canceled. That's the MLS Medical Laboratory Science Council of Council Nigeria. Of and, uh, you have your about data updated online and um, you do the renewal. Uh, just every year that's just every year for you to practice mm-hmm. so actually it's not a but it's not too complex it's just essentially that no, you no, are not at all. The, yeah. the complexity is during the time you are leaving school when the yeah. council is going to give you your practicing license you know that involves all this documentation and the like so once you've gone through that stage as a professional you just do that with ease every year. Mm-hmm. So you send in, send in the previous um, previous um, license. But now we've, we've moved to this um, online thing. Uh, you don't need to do that. You already have the records of how yeah. you've been um, renewing it every year. So you just make your payment and we have your license renewed. Okay, I see. So, so there's some tracking being done. Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. So know exactly who are those who are at any period of time licensed to actually work in the country. So I guess that's one of the ways where how they can track and then make sure that every laboratory is actually registered in the correct manner. Exactly. Now, actually, going back to a topic, which is actually waste management. Let's say in a big hospital like yours, I'm assuming, I mean, in a larger hospital, I'm assuming, so that means your the waste is produced in the laboratory, is produced in other parts of the in the other parts of the hospital, and everything is put together in order to get rid of it at the end of the day. Yeah. In a case where there are let's say holes, I say holes, holes in the process that is supposed to lead to putting all this waste together. Is there usually someone in charge of following this? Like originally you talked about the need for safety officers and having people who are present in order to do the follow-up. Are there usually people around? I mean, even if it's not someone who has had the specific training, are there, let's say, laboratory scientists who are interested in the process who are assigned to try and follow the process and make sure everything is going the way it's supposed to happen? As of now, I don't know of any. All right. So maybe that would even be a nice place to start. I know some people... 
But I think when you start proposing these kind of ideas, people complain because they say they already have too much work to do. <laughs> sure. And then the, the problem is if nobody does the work. Because I think in the end, it's always good for the hospital. I think actually, exactly. I think if the argument can be made correctly, it's actually not too, it should not be too complex to convince, let's say, an administrator why it's important to have someone take care of that and actually follow the process because it allows you even in your advert even while you're talking about the lab to people it allows you to say yes you have someone that's in charge of that it's already different from other places so people probably feel a lot more safe coming to your laboratory knowing that those are things you think about because usually before you get to that point and start thinking about those i'll call it details not really a detail something we should do but in our context it can be considered a detail but usually by the time you get to that point it means you have fixed some of the other issues so it gives those that come to your laboratory a lot more confidence that you actually know what you are doing that you are actually advancing yeah, and you're exactly. moving forward you're going in the right direction so i think it exactly. would be nice to talk to people about that and try to convince maybe even it's even if it's some volunteers to try and exactly. help with that particular aspect because in the end yeah. even for the volunteers themselves it's good for their cv because it's something they could put on their cv later that they helped yeah. with that aspect exactly. in their laboratory they did this they did that it's always a nice thing exactly is there anything else you wanted to add about the subject uh, let me just say this, like, uh, for laboratories, our PPPE, PPE can never be emphasized while working. It's very, very important. Um, for us, yeah, hazard allowance is not, it's not, it's not, it's just, it's it does not exist. <laughs> the consequence, yeah. So your health, so even if it does, like, imagine um, using a needle, um, an infected HIV patient mistakenly, you have it, and uh, even having to go through the rigor of taking your hair to really know, you know, different kind of complaints, like what have you, just for, just to prevent the presence of such disease, you know, the stress, something you could have, uh, if we hop with a whole lot of things in place, you could have yeah. avoid so much stress and so much um, hazards to your health. Mm -hmm. There's nothing as beautiful as having a sound health. And it's much more sweet by the time uh, when, you, when you get to know, okay, this is our best to even live and healthy life. Okay, let me just try and prevent this and prevent it for others too. It's as sweet as that. So yeah. I want to emphasize our PP. It's very, very important. Personal yeah. protective equipment very very important while working yeah. so that's that's just what i want to add to that thanks a lot so thanks a lot for taking the time to discuss with us to, with, to discuss with us today about this topic um if anyone wants to get in contact with you what's the best place to do that oh i'll save my linkedin for now <laughs> all right linkedin well linkedin is perfect yeah exactly thank you so much sir. thanks a lot so lab experts you heard it take care of the waste in your laboratory it's not just for the good of your patients it's for your own good it's for the health of your colleagues it's even for the health of your families you don't want to be in a situation where you are going home with after having swiped your hands on your workbench and then not 
um, done your correct hand washing process or going back with some bacteria on your clothes because someone neglected to do to clean things correctly in the laboratory. It's something you need to be aware of. It's something you need to try and help by, for example, volunteering to take care of um, monitoring that in your laboratory if it's possible. Thanks a lot, and hopefully we'll see you next time to talk more on medical laboratory science. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir.